Well, here we go again. Another week has flown, flown by, flying by, flown by, whatever you want to call it. It's been a rough week, we can tell. (laughs) (laughs) I know, the people I had to deal with all week, holy cow. (laughs) But uh, anyways, uh, you're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, and it's the Porter County Buzz with, uh, I'm one of the hosts, Greg Sims, co-host, Andy Bozak, extraordinaire. I always give you those fun accolades. I don't give any for myself. No, you don't. And you don't give me any either. I will never. (laughs) (laughs) Just joking. (laughs) Oh, my God. And uh, we have with us uh, a, an awesome uh, employee for the Porter County uh, Sheriff's Department, for Porter County in general, uh, Jason Pr- I, Price Check. Press Check. Press Check. There we go. Okay. You were pretty close. I just call him Jason. <laughs> and is it an official title? Is it deputy? Is it? Uh, lieutenant. Lieutenant. Okay, so we got Lieutenant Jason. We got a big wig here. Uh, yeah. And, and if you get out of line, see that, that yellow thing on his side is, is a taser. And you get out of line, and he's going to tase you. And I don't have my sound effects today. I feel like... No sound effects. Oh. No battery power. We're Dang. living, living <laughs> in ancient times here. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Dark Ages. Neanderthal. Here we go. <laughs> but uh, And our show today, uh, so I don't forget this, uh, is sponsored by the Indi- Independent Order of Oddfellows, Chequick Lodge number 56, downtown Valpo. And tomorrow, they're going to be out uh, cleaning a road by Walmart. So they do road cleanup oh, and stuff. Yeah, in Valpo. So if you want to drive by and toot for support and don't throw anything on the road, that would be uh, kind of nasty. But Wait, yeah. are you going to be out there? I will probably oh, be out there. We'll be driving by the Super Soakers. Yeah, I'll be the one with a big yellow or, or orange, uh, I don't know, jumpsuit on, I guess. But mine doesn't <laughs> say DOC on the back. No, it does not say DOC. <laughs> <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> No, but just that's kidding. Awesome to hear you guys are doing that. That's yeah. Just, so you guys are basically picking up the garbage on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. And and is the joke bad? is well, it's not a joke, but it's it's what do we find the most of? One one day it's a whole bunch of whipped cream cans, and another time it's those little uh, oh, whippets. Is what he's talking whippets? about? Okay. The drugs. Oh. <laughs> it's a big thing in England. Okay. Oh well, yeah, we're not in England, but yeah, uh, and then uh, some uh, little bottles of alcohol uh, empty with the. Uh, Cinnamon shots. Oh yeah, probably fireball. So fire, fireball. There you go. It's fireball. I heard. Yeah. yeah. So when we, were, <laughs> when we were young, it was uh, Jaeger bombs. Now I, I hear oh. the kids these days are fireball. I don't know. I can't. God, Jaeger. That was even beyond me. My young. Anyways. <laughs> so that's what's going on. Um, but anyways, we're doing all the talking, and we've got a guest here. Hey, keep on <laughs> so, so Jason is a, a, a deputy with the Porter County Sheriff's Department. Lieutenant. Yes. Well, but I do right. Okay, I'm Jason. Sorry. Aren't they all considered yeah. deputies at the point? You got the sheriff, and then they're all deputies. Yeah, patrol officers, corporal, sergeants. But they do break down. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, then I take my back. My but back. Jason works. <laughs> okay. But besides Jason being a deputy, list the rest of the stuff that 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 you do. Oh, I'm uh, currently a canine handler with the Porter County Sheriff's Department. Uh, canine, canine, a dog. Oh, canine. I thought he said cannon. I'm like, we got a cannon. <laughs> yeah, you didn't authorize that. Yeah. You missed that meeting. Next budget here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, canine Rogue, who's uh, been with me for about seven years now. She's into uh, drug sniffing and tracking. And then I'm also on the SWAT team, been on the SWAT team for approximately 13, 14 oh, years wow. now. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm currently the team commander, which is why I think I'm sitting in this seat right now. <laughs> um, I'm also in charge of our defensive tactics program and use of force program, teaching, uh, teaching and instructing officers on how to self-defense and use of force laws, when you can use force, when you can't. How to articulate what's really going on, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very important. So I've been 
if we've had it, I've pretty much done it, with the exception of like firearms and the evoc, because I have like adult ADHD. <laughs> I, I like to be a part of everything and learn and. It's See, the fun. firearms things, that would entertain me, or interest me, I should say. Entertain you. <laughs> I know, it might entertain me, too. <laughs> dance, dance, dance. <laughs> yeah, be a real good shot for that. And he's very involved in the Mac Center. Oh, yes. so yes. you oh. know the Mac, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. although you've never been there. I've been there once, but not oh, okay. recently. Okay, many years ago. Many years ago. Uh -huh. We utilize that place a lot. They are a godsend to the uh, Northwest Indiana mm -hmm. law enforcement community. Nice. Yeah. We've had Selena on, what, about a month ago? Uh, so probably about so, a month ago. You know Selena. Yeah. Yes, yeah. a bit longer than that. Yeah, she was um, awesome. And then you're at the school, too, is right? Yes, as well. and then I'm also a part of the Eastport County SRO program. Um, I run the scheduling and kind of the li liaison between the department and the school system. And you got to mm -hmm. work with this guy, too, I assume. Uh, I don't know who Andy is pointing to right now because it's on the radio and our listeners can't see. But the little uh, guy to my right. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my son's not here. I'm at Grant. I'm at Grant. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. See how it is, everybody out there. See how it is. I, I you know, I, I'm like the sandwich here between two. Uh, we got to pick back. Two people. <laughs> <laughs> I did think there'd be a booster seat. There. Oh, oh my actually, god! I'm actually impressed. Really oh. appreciate that comment. Wow. The, when the Mandalorian shows up, you're going to be in trouble. Oh, That's goodness. all I got to say. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, anyways, but yeah, uh, Jason and I work together uh, at the school. Um, uh, several days out of the year mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, what's awesome about him he comes into the classroom usually a government class and sits down and has a nice little chat about what's going on or if there was a big news thing and he's around uh, you know hey what do you guys think about this and he'll he'll go over we'll, we'll watch the thing and then he'll go over from his perspective plus the you know what probably should have been you know the issues here and there and why this person may have acted the way they did and it gets a really good dialogue and I tell you I the kids, I don't know if the kids at school understand the magnitude of experience and knowledge that yeah. somebody like Jason brings to the table. So, because we can't, I can't do it out of a book. I can talk about it, but it's not the same because I'm not in that role. Well, and you don't have a gun. I listen to the guy with the gun a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Does a slingshot count? <laughs> but that's important. I think that yeah. uh, talks to, yeah. to, about Jason and his interaction with the, the, the youth. and. Yeah. Not being that typical, what you kind of heard about the past few years, the scary student resource officer right. that might arrest oh. you and, and take you down and all this bad stuff. I mean, it sounds like yeah. you are integral in, the, in their education process, too. Right. And a prom chaperone. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> break it up, break it up. Okay. <laughs> Leave enough room for Jesus. Um, <laughs> He's got it down. <laughs> it's really important, though, at the high school level and middle school level. Um, you know, a lot of these kids don't get exposure to police officers outside of their home or, or what they might see at home because some kids have bad lives. So when they see mm -hmm. police officers uh, involving their parents in something bad, yeah. um, then on top of that, social media has, you know, tremendously hurt our profession. Mm -hmm. With the moment something happens, it's out on the news. Yeah. Uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And right. the video's out before there's even an explanation. The video's out, and everyone yeah. has an opinion, and no one knows what happens. And then yeah. usually two to three weeks later, some information comes out, and it's like, well, that's not fully true. Here's what really happened. Here's what really happened if right. you would have gave it a moment. Right. So right. Um, whenever I talk to the kids, I'm just trying to explain to them, hey, when you see something on the news, pump the brakes for a second, mm -hmm. let it rest. And not just law enforcement related, anything you see. Right. Right. Um, pump the brakes, give it a minute. See what happens when it's all said and done in three, four weeks, and then go from there. Mm -hmm. And then educate yourself on that situation also, because most of the time, social media, in my opinion, has ruined Absolutely. Um, 
our society. I'll be real honest. I have social media, so I get it. There's <laughs> the same thing. You, gotta, you need it. Yeah, but I'll no. get right delete it for a while. And I'm like, oh, I want to go back on to see what's going on with my friends and stuff. And it's a good resource, mm -hmm. you know. Um, for politicians, a good resource to get your information out. Uh, for I'm um, also the vice president of our FOP. Oh, nice. And we're holding a poker run. Uh, this guy yeah. wears a lot of hats. Everybody on the show always wears a lot of hats. <laughs> Except for this guy, and I'm pointing at Andy. That's me. <laughs> no, go ahead. Tell, tell us about it. Yeah. 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 Like Jason, every, every minute, a little bit more. He's getting a little right. He'll, He'll be back. back. He'll be back. We have a poker run on June uh, 12th for Chris Vanderpool. He's an officer with the Sheriff's Department who came down with cancer. Uh, last mm -hmm. November, and we're trying to do a little fundraiser for him. So, social media, you know, we can hand flyers out all day yeah. long, and that works. But when I put a post out on Facebook, it spreads. Ninety-three mm -hmm. shares within a day when I put that out, right? So it's a it's interesting you bring him up. Necessity. Uh, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's interesting you bring him up because I actually met him mm -hmm. right before this diagnosis. I actually did his family photos. I do uh, photography as well. Okay. He bought me a uh, package from me. Probably right during COVID, as a matter of fact, he wanted to get his girlfriend, fiance, um, some family photos. So all we, right. all those photos that are being shared, we actually took them out at Michigan City Very Beach. Nice. Lovely family, and it was a really good opportunity to, to sit down and, and meet him. Off task, are those photos the ones with them on the motorcycle also? No, there's no oh, motorcycle yeah, ones. No, no, this was the ones where the family were on the beach. His daughter yeah. was in her, um, what's it called, the military? Yes, uh, yes. The, Shoot, I can't Dress rings. Or there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a great opportunity. And then got this bad news right after. It's like, oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, really fast. Because, yeah, he's the epitome of health. This guy, you mm -hmm. know, is in good shape. I mean, he was, can I say bad A on this show? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't no. bother me. I don't know. <laughs> sorry, Paul. <laughs> <that one day. laughs> I said A, so. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yeah, catch yeah. up. Yeah. Just so the, it's always good to educate the kids ahead yeah. of time because, you know, we also want then to come out with some respect and understand how things work and right so i try to get in the government classes and you know law enforcement classes in general wheeler high school they have a couple of criminal justice classes i like to visit or used to uh, it was hard last year with midnights but who put you on midnights is that uh, sheriff well we have a rotation it's sure. a rotation <laughs> okay so is there still uh, an officer-friendly program? When I was young, there was an, I mean, this was elementary school, but there was officer-friendly that was in our town and everybody knew him as officer-friendly. He was the nicest police <laughs> yeah. officer ever. He wasn't in the school, you know, he was an actual sure. officer, but he'd come in. Is there something no, still No, we do summer camp for the kids. Oh, cool. Usually middle school kids in the freshman year. Kind they of all line up and go through arrest situations, you know. <laughs> Here's some little mini handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We do summer camps. We have SROs doing programs that we're in every school district, uh, okay. with the exception of Hebron. Um, so we're very involved in the community, very involved with the kids, and trying to have outreach programs constantly. So Are you guys in Valpo and Doomland as well? We help out in Valpo. We did help out in Valpo South oh, School okay. for a while because um, they are they SRO that school. Uh, right now, we're really not. Doolin, uh, no, we used to help them out with football games, but they have their own SROs. Okay. Yeah. And so it's, they've developed a, a, a they quite extensive very, program, have, it yeah, seems they have like. Yeah, pretty um, extreme, not extreme, but extensive professional program yeah. going on there, yes. And it seems like all, every time I meet an SRO, you included, I mean, they're just outgoing, nice people that you want to be around. I mean, I say that because he's got a gun at me. I was right going to say, I, I'm not sure we're talking about the same person right here. But, but it seems like, I mean, and I haven't met the Valpo ones. I know, I'm sure there's bad SROs out there as well. Nah, they, all the ones I've met are pretty good. They want to they be there. For the most part, yeah, they're all pretty you know? smart, yeah. 
Well, but the one thing too, though, that I'll add, I mean, Jason is a little different. I mean, he's he's very outgoing and not, because not all SROs will come into my classroom if they're in there and, and engage the kids. And But I think you've been oh, there yeah, very long ones. to where you've got a nice rapport going too. And I think That's that helps. And I'm you an know. instructor at the department. Yeah. So, and I do presentations. Yeah. I'm an active shooter uh, instructor, trainer. So I go around the schools and, and mm-hmm. talk about active shooter responses, one count, yeah. one protocol, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, He's also recruiting officers, I hope. Teaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, well, <laughs> as weird as it sounds, I, I, I bet there's going to be a kid or two in there that hears Jason talking, some of the others, and goes, maybe I want to do that. Maybe it's not so bad, or maybe you know, so you never know. We're having trouble recruiting people now. Mm-hmm. We we don't get too many trying out that's for sad. long. And that's not just our department. That's many departments um, are having a lot of trouble trying to get recruits. Well, I think it is, an, and I, I, don't, I hope they don't take this wrong, but it's an underappreciated position. It's an underpaid position. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Burns Harbor, you know, you saw some of these officers, what they're making, and it's like, they're putting their lives on the line for this. Now, granted, it's not all the time. I get it's not it. like so, a truck dispatcher or anything. Well, no, no, they're not making that kind of money. I truck dispatch. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's, but, but the fact is, is you know, they're putting their lives out there, and there's a lot of dedication out there. And... Yeah. Anymore with all that hate that was spewed out a few years ago, right or wrong, whether you believe it was right or wrong, why would you want to get involved in that and put your face out there? Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's uh, a big part of it. Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys are working on change that. And it seems like your attitude in the schools and teaching the kids helps. You yeah. know that. that kind oh, of- and there's no doubt. There's absolutely no doubt. He has not seen, and, and none of our SROs that I've experienced have any way, shape, or form been that form of intimidation where kids are afraid to walk up to or or like, oh crap, what's he doing here? Or he's here today. Mm-hmm. So no, it's been, and even the. When they bring their dogs, it's it's actually hysterical. Sometimes a, a ball come flying in my room, and here comes a dog running around, you know. <laughs> and it's just it it's fun because it takes a lot of pressure off, and yeah. and I think that's what we need. So people, it's almost like he becomes invisible. He's part of the scenery. He's and, kind of humanized at that well, point. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. not that they're scary, but right. and it's. And the bus drivers love him because he directs traffic for them to get out off a of Route 2. He lets them out. Yeah. <laughs> get them out of their own time. Yeah. Well, it's funny we talk about that because my f- son's first experience with the police officer, he's 14 now, but back in the day. When for he the shopping, candy bar he got arrested for? Is that yeah, what you're going to talk about? Me, no. <laughs> no, he got arrested for a candy bar. Get out of here. This is going out on the air. Uh, but his first experience, and, and, and we have since lost our dog. We just lost him a few weeks ago. But um, at the time, the, we had a new puppy in that we had let her out and she would bark in the backyard. Well, the neighbor was a little over aggressive and, and the wife called the police officer. So the first experience my son had was a police officer at our door. First thing in the morning, we're trying to rush out for work. Why, why, uh, why is your dog outside? And he's sitting there crying. And my daughter, they're going to take Abby, our dog. And, no, they're not. And so the officer They're going to take daddy instead. <laughs> it was funny. The officer was, was, was so calm and kind yeah. and took the time to explain to him what was going on. And that we're not in trouble. And, you know, they just... Yeah. Asked us to try to get the dog quiet. And then actually the husband called and apologized. Like, the wife oh. should have never called. She oh. We should have talked to you first. It was one of those things. So we're good. But uh, yeah, it goes Was that before that. or after you threw eggs at their house? Yeah. <laughs> Keep either from. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it really is that, that first experience with an mm-hmm. officer. If it's mm-hmm. bad, I mean, then you're kind of, that's what you've, you've come to know. Your perception becomes mm-hmm. that. That reality. Your life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And even, I'll tell you what, Jason today, well, well you know, we're at the end of the year. And uh, we want to make sure that these kids, especially the graduating seniors, have a really, because they're adult, I mean, for the most, when they get out of high school, I mean, and within reason, even though they're not in school, 
they're 18 and they're an adult in yeah. the eyes of the, the world and yeah. stuff. And and it was a very heady conversation about, uh, listen, do you guys know what could happen if, or you get pulled over, or, and then we had some people, you know, what if you cry, you know, does that do, and, <laughs> and all Jesus these, yeah, like get on a ticket and all that stuff, yeah. <laughs> but it was, these kids really need to hear what to do, what not to do, the right, the wrong, the possible consequences of the actions and all that stuff. So there's, and, and again, that's stuff that I can say, but coming from him, or anyone like him is going to be a heck of a lot more meaty, and uh, we hope it uh, it helps. And then last week before prom, he came in and we talked about, you know, if you're going to do drinking, if you're going to go to a party, and all that kind of stuff, because we know we know what happens. Yeah. So uh, again, the utilizing that service is is invaluable, and I and I would hope or think, and it sounds like a little bit some other schools do that too, but oh, absolutely, you know, but that's that's one of those things that people don't realize uh they're not just sitting there protecting the school from possible harm oh, they're working, yeah they're like one of the staff mm -hmm. you know so yeah so can i ask how did you get involved with this so did you start off as a sheriff's office a, a sheriff uh or excuse me a deputy for the sheriff's department and then asked to get moved over there or well, did you so i don't work there full time uh the way it works in eastport county oh i didn't know yeah, that okay. so i'm on a, a patrol crew we have a nine nine person crew and i'm a lieutenant in charge of that crew so I work a regular shift, four days on, two days off. Uh, the way our SRO program in Eastport County works is you sign up for days you want to work. And we, we cover Touts, Morgan, and Washington. So we have three officers every day at one of those schools, right? And then the school system actually pays us to be there because we're off duty. We're actually, it's a side job, if you would. Oh, they're paying you direct. They're not reimbursing us right. as a county. Okay. Right, right, because we're right. part-time. We're just working there for, you know, I usually work one day a week. Mm -hmm. Um, so normally we work on our days off, or maybe if we have an afternoon shift, we'll work at the end of the morning oh, okay. and then go out mm -hmm. to work. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's how I got involved in it. Um, you know, out of the 68 members of the department, quite a few are SROs, because oh, it works the same way for Boone Grove, Union Township, East Porter County, and at Portage, where we have multiple officers who work on their days off, getting paid extra, or getting paid by the school system to be mm -hmm. there. Do you like that method? Because I think Doolin does it a little different. Maybe you would know better than I, but I feel like they uh, have an officer that would want to move into that school and they kind of get yeah. moved into that and then that becomes their full-time goal. So there's a, a big, job. you know, we had a big debate about this years ago, mm -hmm. you know, full-time versus part-time. And to be honest with you, if they made me a full-time, I wouldn't do it. Because okay. I, I really do enjoy, I mean, it's fun. It, it, <laughs> All the other things he does, yeah. But that's what I was asking, exactly. Yeah. I, you, I, you I enjoy my time yeah. there, I enjoy yeah. the staff there, they become like family, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. I like playing basketball and football with the kids and coming and talking to them about government and stuff like that. Messing mm -hmm. with them, messing, you know, just mm -hmm. having fun. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I really enjoy being a patrol officer on the street. I enjoy driving around, you know, handling calls, dealing with everyday issues and seeing something new every day. So. And that being said, I've said several times, and sometimes he's here, sometimes... If I'm in Porter County and I'm getting pulled over, I want him pulling you over. Him. <laughs> well, you're, you're going to get a ticket. Yeah, yeah. No, well, maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> no, no, the, no, the biggest thing is when you hear him talk and you hear him go through these scenarios, he would give every consideration for the situation. And whoever gets pulled over by, and I can only call for Jason Wentner right now, we know, and, and as, as council members, we can be proud that somebody like Jason is working on behalf of us and for us, whatever you want to call it, because that 
we're gonna have zero problem. You know, what I mean, if if they deserve a ticket, they deserve it. If, if, right. if they deserve a little warning, you know, they know it, it's a very human approach. And because I I've been pulled over in the past many times, you know, not from Porter County, but many times he said not this, many so times. Well, this was many years it, ago, so many many years ago, many times maybe. Um, but you know, and, and there's an edge come into the car, and right away you're like, oh crap. I, there's no, there's, there won't be an edge with with him pulling you. At least, as far as I know, right? And in what you even said, your approach. So that is awesome. Well, yeah, kill him with kindness, and then um, say. But more importantly, 17 years of experience and, and empathy has been built up. And I'll tell you what, becoming a father has changed my life. I was How many kids you got? Just one. Oh, congratulations! That's awesome. Thank you. And he likes to shoot him with paintballs. Yeah. Well, he's, he's he's said 12 years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, he deserves it at 12 years old. Get him. He wanted that. So, um, you know, just as you're growing older, you just learn. Yeah. You you build empathy for people. You know, when you're younger, you're a go-getter. I want to stop. You know, I'll stop every car who's speeding. Mm. And now we still, it's important, right? Stop mm -hmm. cars and speeding, especially right. complaints in an area. Traffic is important. Uh, but I come to it with a different angle now. As, you know, a 40-year-old who's been doing this for 17 years and, Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, something the SWAT team's really taught me over the years is how to be a cool, calm, collective professional, right? We need to bring a calm to every situation. You can be mad, but you still be calm about it. You can, you know, you'd be upset, just be calm about mm -hmm. it and be the bigger person. So us as a department in general, I think, really prides ourselves on that. The vast majority of our officers are very good with mm -hmm. maintaining a professional level at all times. I would um, agree with that. I mean, every yeah, officer awesome. I've seen with mm -hmm. Porter County has been amazing. You yeah, know, and, that's and it. Very it's, friendly. There, there might be a time and place where somebody has to, you know, get yelled at for a moment or, or we need to get control of a situation. But generally speaking, yeah. it's our what you're giving us is going to be a mirror back. Mm -hmm. And even then, no matter how mad you get at me or call me names or whatever, mm -hmm. I don't take it personal. Because I'm going to go home, no matter what, hopefully, mm -hmm. and... Oh, wait, I can call you names if you pull me over? You can call me You mean when he pulls you over? Yeah, when, on the way out of here. <laughs> You'll politely get it. <laughs> so where do, where do you patrol? Like, so, and I never asked this. Do Porter County Sheriffs patrol the whole county, or are you, um, like, a special area towards where you live so you don't have to go all around unless it's an emergency? And waste or? our gas, is that what you're so, saying? <laughs> we're my motorcycle. We need cheap gas. Is it police bike? No, yeah, that's what he wanted to know. He wanted to know that. Yeah, it's not like Ryan. They got too much stuff on them. Mm. Um, so within the county, we separate into some districts, right, or some zones. We'll okay. Call it. We have uh, a zone that's pretty much South Haven and Portage area. Uh, believe it or not, some of Portage is ours. Like there's random streets in the middle of Portage that really? never mm. got annexed by Portage or something. Wow. I don't know why. I don't know. And Valpo's the same way. There's some random streets in Valpo. We found that out with the water thing that right. Ryan's going to buy. Right, uh, right. So, um, so a lot of time we have South Haven, and then we have uh, a zone that's Chesterton, Liberty Township, Jackson Township, and the okay. Pines. Then we have a whole zone that's pretty much all of Valpo, going east and west to county line to county line. Then you're going to have down south. Anything south that's of the pretty yeah. Oh, it is. It's it's down, yeah. down below yeah. or Division Road is a whole zone itself, Couch, Heber, and all that area. Mm. Um, so we usually have a officer in each zone at minimum, and then we'll have maybe, depending on our manpower, because we're short sometimes, we'll have somebody floating up north to help out, somebody down south, and then the supervisor, whoever's in charge, floats around. So I get the freedom of going wherever I want. 
you know, I'm gonna go help mm -hmm. this guy out. He's been getting hammered with calls, or I want to go see what he's doing. How's this call going? Mm -hmm. So that's how it works day to day. Oh, I couldn't imagine if you were on the north side and I was on the south side. And I was like, I want to speak to your supervisor. All right, he'll be here in about yeah. 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll either be there or I'll yeah. call you. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I've never asked that, and I never <laughs> planned to. Now, now that being said, how long have you ever clocked going from the north part of the district to the farther south? How long would that be? I've never really timed it, but I'll tell you what, it seems like forever. If you're not yeah. driving, you know, uh, hot <laughs> if you're not red and blue, yeah. Line, right? Yeah. If you're not driving. It takes quite a while, and that's something people forget. So, with with the county sheriff's office, and this goes for probably most counties, um, if we have a call that's important somewhere, we have a lot of departments that help us. Portage will jump in, Vopel, like because our backup is normally 20, 30 minutes away, possibly, mm. or could be, right? They can be no. closer. We could organize and, and coordinate better, but. Uh, sometimes we have to ask for Burns Harbor to come help, Porter PD, um, who else? Michigan City will come over. Things wow, like Michigan City. Counties, right? okay. But because up in the Pines is right there in the, mm -hmm. the line. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes they might not be able to make it there fast or whatever. So you, you're on your own for something the county does pretty well. Why we have such a good rapport with people or can talk to people. We might be alone for 10 or 15 minutes with you. Uh, so I'd rather not rile you up and right. have to fight for 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather it's relaxed. Come on, you know, wait till my backup gets there. Um, so yeah. we don't have that immediate backup that most cities have. If a city officer says I need backup, it's they're right there. They're there in 30 <clears throat> seconds or less. If we say it, it's like, okay, maybe it's fast. Maybe it's going to take me 15 minutes here. So. Yeah. And it is a big county. You would know that if you ran at large for the whole Oh, county. my goodness. <laughs> I'm just joking. When I was putting up signs, on, this freaking county was huge. Me and Aiden were driving did, all did over. Did you go down to the, yes. Wab the Wabash, the Kankakee? Well, what's that? What, uh, down by Hebron? Yeah, way, yeah, south. Well, we were down by yeah. Hebron. I don't know what yeah. river it was. But. <laughs> oh, my God. It's probably by grandmother's house, right? <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it is. I mean, that's that's really interesting. And and, and that mutual aid backup. I, I know when I took over, or not took over, but well, kind of took over, I was the police liaison for Burns Harbor, and that was one of my first questions was, why are our police officers spending so much time in Portage? And we kind of just, and they explained it to me, and it made a lot of sense, you know, that mutual aid. We got their back. They got our back. And um, when I asked the question, it kind of ruffled some feathers because people thought I was mad about it. But no, I was trying to figure it out. And it makes a lot of sense. You make a lot of people mad, don't you? Well, when you ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> I think he does it on accident. You made me do it. <laughs> Ouch. You find when you ask questions, sometimes people don't take them, right? Yeah, Luckily, I hear you. You should have been with this, me last night. I yeah. would say we're professionals, but we're not paid. So mm -hmm. we're just doing this for volunteerism. <laughs> Right. And speaking of volunteers, uh, the Independent Order of Odd Fellows are great. And, <laughs> and I'm getting some funny looks here. Um, they're a great organization that uh, gets volunteers and does volunteering. And you're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. Uh, the other thing is, if you have uh, a question for any of us, uh, pcbuzz103 at yahoo.com. Don't be shy. Uh, the, you know, Check it out and uh, send us a question. We'll be happy to get back to you. Uh, or, or if you got ideas of people that you'd want us to interview, feel yes. free to you know give us some uh, some feedback too. Absolutely, that sounds good. But uh, yeah, but we're talking to Jason Price check. Did I say it right? Uh, no, but that's okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm used to it. Officer Jason. Officer Jason. <laughs> Lieutenant Jason. Yes, Lieutenant Jason. Uh, Porter County Deputy Department. Uh, Lieutenant. Lieutenant Jason. And uh, no, it's, it's awesome stories you got going. Um, what? what uh, okay, now before Andy asks, you know, have you ever had a uh, haunted encounter or a counter? Did you warn him on this? Did you tell him we were going to ask? It's on the thing here. Oh, it is. <laughs> 
I personally have not, and I don't know anyone who has. We have had people call us, though, to say that they've heard noises, that they're afraid something's in the attic. Oh. Um, most of the time, those people might get committed. Um, <laughs> committed where, by the way? Where did you take someone like that? We, I never had a commitment. Oh, okay. We always go, okay, it's fine. If you need something, let us know. But do you actually go to the house and then walk around to help them out? Yeah, because if you don't go, it's probably just going to escalate. Okay. Probably, you know, wow. You go there and just try to, hey, yeah. He just shoots in the ceiling. Like, there's, there's, like, there's, there's a boogeyman under my bed. Can you check that, please? Uh, you know? not happen anymore. Yeah, we just check and go, hey, looks like everything's fine. If you need anything, give us a call. Wow. Many times you don't get a call back from them. It, they appreciate you coming out and for yeah. the day and hopefully their family member got with them to help them out with whatever. Oh. So do you guys kind of have um, repeat callers? Because watching Chicago Fire, they kind of talked about this, you know. Yeah, because TV is reality, you know. Exactly yeah. why I asked so, because you're right. I, I don't know. We get a lot, of, a lot of neighbors who don't like each other. We'll go out there. Uh, I mean, there's some who have been out there 20, 30 times. <laughs> what do you and, tell them? Just stop calling me? I've given advice. I'm like, maybe it's time to move. I don't tell you. No one's anything illegal. Like, you know, you don't have to like your neighbor. You guys just have to not bother each other. Um, yeah. And we try to warn them about about escalating it. Hey, don't escalate this. If it escalates, then somebody's going to go to jail probably. We don't want that. Yeah. So well, most of the time, it's family disputes, or I mean, neighborly disputes that we get repeat callers on, okay. or family disputes also, where families just can't get along forever, and wow. they call on each other over and over and over again. <laughs> I actually like my family, so I don't get that one, but I guess I'm lucky. <laughs> I don't know well, if they like me, I should say. <laughs> Maybe that'll be one of our emails coming in. <laughs> to be my sister. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's the craziest, uh, is there a thing like the craziest call you, or the, the weirdest, it doesn't have to be Porter County, but the, the, the weirdest thing you're like, I can't believe I'm actually seeing this or hearing this or, you know, and it doesn't have to be police related, by the way. This is just an open ended, you know. So the thing about me is I don't find things that crazy. Um, hmm. Things don't really bother me all that much or, or shake me the core. The worst things we ever see is anything involving a child. Hmm. Um, but as far as like crazy, no, nothing. Yeah, nothing really blows me away. My wife always says I'm just so even keel that. My emotions don't go up, they don't go down, they stay across. So mm. it's, it's kind of hard for me to answer. Well, she's a lucky lady then, because... And, my, she's, a, my and she's a nurse. Hills and valleys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, uh, like, like in that movie uh, with the... The parts, um, John. Uh, oh, the, the, yeah, he died. The big guy. Um, John. Travolta. What were they? They're the Green Mile. No, 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 no. no, no. You left uh, us really a Dan Carvey and. Uh, uh, oh boy, the guy who lives in a van down by the river. Remember oh, that? Oh, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're in a, they're they're driving and they're speeding and the cops are gonna pull them over and they go, let's pretend that there's bees in the car and let's pull uh, over yeah. and run around yeah, yeah, yeah. and and the let's cops are like, should we go get them? No, there's bees there. I ain't gonna. I'm allergic. I don't have an EpiPen. Yeah. You know. No, yeah, no, one's, no one's got the best of us. Yet with that. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny, Andy. You should try that this it weekend. Would be really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we recently uh, have switched over in the past few years to this was it the 800 megahertz system for, yes. for countywide and I had heard negatives from some firemen about how they you know and this was years ago and that's why I'm asking where they had some dead spots maybe that was the old radios they had that dead was spots. probably the old, the old radios. radios the new radios are way better so that's than what them. I was gonna ask you now they still probably have dead spots inside buildings mm-hmm. um, you know mm-hmm. hospitals schools sometimes but they're way better than the ones we had before so you guys have appreciated that it's a positive yes. investment in the county that's cool good to hear so what are you guys doing what is the next big investment that the county is going to make that would help you guys what, well what? you guys 
just uh, about a month ago helped out on improving some. We're getting new helmets for our SWAT team yeah. because mm -hmm. they expire um, every five years, give or take. Five years, I believe it is. And then, so we're getting new helmets. We just all got fitted last week at SWAT training. They oh. should hopefully be in in the next 30 to 60 days. Um, with those are coming new comms, new headsets for us, so we can talk better and easier. Oh, wow. That's uh, good. Those are a little bit harder to get right now because I guess the microchips are hard to find. Oh, shoot. Something's going on, yeah. But the, they're coming eventually, and we appreciate the uh, the approval because we need them. Um, it's nice knowing that your your protective gear is not expired. Now, what do you do with the old gear? Do you, you still use it, like, in practice and stuff, even, you know? Uh, well, sometimes we might take it out to the range and shoot mm -hmm. it to see, you know. The integrity you're, of it? You're told what, what it's supposed to protect right. from, like a 223 yeah. round or something. Or yeah. Like, hey, I, I well, I it'd be nice to know. Right. Yeah. I yeah. think as council member, yeah. since we voted to, to give you this money. You want to get shot in the head with a helmet? You know, is that what you're saying? I just want to go witness it. Do you guys do a lot of your training over at the Porter PC? Right? Well, we do a lot of the uh, Porter County North Conservation Club. That, that, and, that's what I meant, yes. And we go to the MAC a lot. Um, there's you can't a shoot at the MAC, can you? Oh, can you? No, no, no. No? Oh. Yeah, so yeah, we, have either. Yeah. Yeah. There, right? yeah. we also have, um, we get, sometimes there's other ranges that will let us go use them. Um, it all depends on what time of year it is and you know mm -hmm. what's going on. But, uh, yeah, we'll test some of it out. Some of it, in the years past, we take up to the steel mill, and they help dispose oh. of things properly in their... Cauldron of really, yeah. Oh, that would be pretty interesting. That, too. Would, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the reason I know about know, know about the Porter County Conservation Club is I've been out there. I got a buddy that's a member, and it's a really cool uh, place that they actually do like situational shoots, mm -hmm. where like on a weekend they'll have a I don't know if it's three gun a, shoot or something. Yeah. Is there a right by about? Creekside? No, 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 no. You're no. This is off Calumet, and mm -hmm. you really don't know the county. Between Calumet. Wow. Between hey, I know Valparaiso very well, and that's my district, and I, I do whatever I can to help all those people, all my constituents. Thank you very much. Between State Road 49. District 3. Between State Road 49 and U.S. Highway 6. So if you're going down Calumet between okay. 6 and 49, it will oh. be on the east side of the road. Okay. And you probably wouldn't notice it. It's just like a gate that over there. It's up by the, the drive-in theater. It's before the drive way before. Okay. Yeah, it's closer to 49, close yeah. to right as you get yeah, off okay. of on Calumet. Huh. But they do like... They'll have a situation where you're sitting down and you got to come around a door and actual intruders come in and pop, pop. You know, I've not taken part in it, but I've watched some videos on YouTube and it's a really good hmm. uh, organization. And it's hmm. actually kind of hard to get into, actually. You actually, oh, really? uh, there's a wait list to get in there. Yeah. Wow. But I know the sheriff's officers huh. and a lot of the they local do, police departments. They're very generous. There. And, you know, every month our department goes out there and shoots for our monthly range for the whole department. And then the SWAT team, if we hit them up. Well, you guys had to go every month. Yeah, we go every month, and um, I think they July might be passed over. I'm not sure. I can't remember that because a lot of times July we have the Porter County Fair and a ton of stuff going on, so mm -hmm. it's like hard to get the training in that mm -hmm. month. Uh, but every other month we go through, we always qualify in June. You have to qualify with all your firearms. Um, I saw ammo came back down after the, the last election. It's slowly. Oh, it's very nice. Yeah, because right before the election there, it was ooh, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of stabilized, which is good for us as a county because sure. they're out there. What do you guys shoot? 100 rounds every time you qualify? Or yeah. more, more uh, that? Well, no, qualification, you don't shoot that many. Um, if you're just qualifying as an individual officer, I can't remember the whole course, but you're only shooting maybe three mags total. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're not shooting that much. Uh, when we're out there at the SWAT team, though, we're burning through ammo a lot because we're doing a lot more shooting, more precision shooting, moving and shooting. Uh, we're using our, you know, 223 ammo and nine, 
Um, and we're, we got 18 guys on the team, so wow. we're going through a little bit more ammo than the regular guys who come out and you know shoot once a month. Mm-hmm. And you guys don't just cover Porter County, correct? Like if someone down... The SWAT you're talking the about. The SWAT, right. If so, they need help, you're there. So if somebody calls for assistance, we'd go help. Um, you know, last year we helped out... Uh, the ATF with a few warrant services over in Hobart. Wow. They had uh, pretty much every SWAT team in Northwest Indiana helping. They had a big indictment, tons of search warrants and arrest warrants issued, and they needed help. So all of the local SWAT teams were reached out to, and we assisted. And you're one of two in, in Portage? It's Portage and in Porter, Porter County, County we correct? Have Portage and Porter County, correct. Okay. And they kind of cover the north, or do they? They cover Portage. Just Portage? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I assume it's uh, still with the assistance, so if you guys... The, absolutely. We've helped them. We've called them before to come give us assistance, and they've called us to give them assistance. So mm-hmm. there's a mutual uh, respect there to make sure we help each other. We're doing the same job. We just cover different jurisdictions and have some different equipment. Uh, it's, I always thought SWAT was a super interesting organization within the police mm-hmm. force. Obviously, it's kind of... Special weapons and tactics? Yeah, is that what you're kinda, saying? I mean, as from a guy, it's kind of cool. You know, oh, watching thing. too much TV again. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's what you picture as a kid. You're like, that's what I want to do. Uh, of course, I don't want to be in shape to do it. <laughs> So are you guys provided with, do you guys have a, a workout room? Are you guys provided with all that stuff? So at the Portage Sheriff's Department, we have a gym, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of guys use that, but we also go to our own private gyms. You know, we'll go somewhere else so you don't have to go to work, technically to work out all the time, or right. somewhere closer to home or whatever. Uh, but we do have access to a gym. It's where we actually do our, our physical tests to get on the team. And then once you're on the team, you have to take that test every year, twice a year. Oh, wow. So wow. To make sure it. you maintain your health. Right. Yeah. We try to hold, you know, we want standards. We want to hold them pretty high. Um, mm-hmm. We always tell everyone you're humble. Even if no matter, no matter what you can do in the gym or in the range, you stay humble. And But you have to maintain this level. If you don't maintain this level, no hard feelings. Just not for this. This is not for you right now. That's fine. Now, if somebody is on and then gets knocked off because of a physical whatever, mm-hmm. do we have a chance to get back on? They can always reapply. I oh, mean, is that what it's all? Yeah, okay. We've never had that before. Oh, okay. But most of the time, we've had members who they realize it's coming coming time. It's know, getting a little harder to getting keep a little bit up. Harder. It's not as fun. So they usually step down before we get to that awkward moment, right? Mm. Um, and I'm just waiting for my turn to come. I've been doing it now for about 14 years. And so you got another 15, 16 in you? Physically speaking, <laughs> uh, I feel good. I still do very well. Um, mentally speaking, uh, I just remind myself you only have so many miles on all your joints. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Getting old sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so what did they do when we moved the 911 center out of the sheriff's mm-hmm. office? I haven't been back since then. What did they do with all that space they have now? And they don't get popcorn on Fridays anymore either. Wait, there used to be popcorn on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> we I don't know, do you? Oh, yeah. Oh. It's still there. Oh, I thought Anthony used to do it. You know that we don't have oh, Dang it. Yeah. Dang it, Greg. Gosh darn it. <laughs> no, I think they still do that. I think Jay Berkey still does it. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I didn't go with 9 one uh, Right now, it's just empty. I don't know what's going on. I think they're okay. trying to figure out what they want to do with it because it's a lot of space. Yeah, it's a pretty big area, right? If they made mm-hmm. that into a gym, it'd be the best gym in Porter County. Wow. Tons of space in there to make stuff happen. I say they should make it to an officer's lounge, you know. Yeah, an officer's like, lounge? An officer's lounge. <laughs> put some beers in there. You know, when you're off of work. No, That was Andy Bozick in that commendator. So we do have to do a station identifier. We are getting close yeah, if we want to do yeah. that. Yeah, that was Andy Bozick and guest host uh, on Greg Sims. But uh, WVLP 103.1 FM. Uh, Porter County Buzz, and you can catch us. Well, we're 
we're on you know uh, our normal Tuesdays uh, six to seven, and then we're rebroadcasted Saturdays from eight to nine. So you can and Andy has done one heck of a job, I must say, putting us on Facebook. So you have wonderful opportunities to even catch our previous shows, yeah, and they're going worldwide. Yeah. This I don't know how he does it, but we are catching worldwide yeah. buzz. You see the analytics of our stuff. on there? Yeah, it's, yeah. There's people yeah. from other countries watching our videos. You're oh, like, wow, it's really cool. They yeah. must like our voices because our pictures aren't that good. Yeah. Uh, your picture's not very good, thank you. <laughs> no, and we're not podcasters. We're radio. Yeah, but uh, and then and you're listening to Lieutenant Jason Preschek. Mm-hmm. Woo! I'm never gonna get that right again. Uh, uh, you say Prozac. That's what. They're <laughs> Prozac. Yeah, I go by Prozac. Prozac. Okay. Yeah. All right. Close to Bozac. Close. Close. Oh my God. <laughs> but he doesn't sell cars. Neither do I, Frank. Did I get a Christmas light show? Have you heard about it? <laughs> Every time you talk, you bring up the Christmas light show. <laughs> yes, I do. We raise money. So, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> my, a question for you. So, Jason, what if, if somebody's listening right now, a younger person that wants to get involved and wants to be a sheriff's officer, what do they got to do? What's the training? It, it, say they're in high school. Mm-hmm. Can they start to join? Like, uh, is there a youth group? I, I, there wasn't there. Mm-hmm. There used to be like. Um, What's the name of it? The police officers that are in school, like, like cadets academy or something. Like yeah, that. You know, Bobble has that. Yeah, they have a name. Yeah. I can't think of the name. It's like a junior academy. Yes. Um, well, for long terms, I would, you know, if, if they decide out of high school I want to do this, I would say either go into the military or college. Pick one or the other, because or go into the military and have them pay for your college. <laughs> yeah, that'll Which work. Is the smartest, yeah. Yeah. economically speaking. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one or the other, or both, preferably, because uh, we want you to have that experience. We want you to have the either college experience of learning how you know being educated, understanding mm-hmm. how to research things things and discuss things and talk to people or, or military, mm-hmm. which is very important. Same mm-hmm. thing. You're learning. Mm-hmm. Um, most, I'd say, 99% of hires are going to have one or the other. So choose one of those paths and go down it. And then when you go to become a police officer, you try out everywhere. Don't have one place that you like, like I just want to work at this police department, mm-hmm. because it's hard sometimes. Um, they don't have openings all the time. So you get your foot in the door at any police department you can work at, or work at the Porter County Jail or any county jail. Because I'll tell you what, when you work in that jail, um, you learn very quickly if it's what you want to do. Because you're dealing with those guys and girls on a daily basis. And it's good for us to see you deal with them, because now we can see the type of person you are. You, Mm-hmm. kind and empathetic towards them but you know how to be strict when you have to or are you a jerk to them all like right. it's a good testing ground it lets you know if you want to do it and it lets us know if you're actually cut that out makes for sense. it yeah. mm-hmm. like the minor leagues <laughs> yeah yeah work yeah. your way out there <laughs> so an older person I, like, I, like I, yourself i'm saying I, 38 like, years old if i and i don't but if i wanted to join am i too old am i aged out no what's, what's, for, for a sheriff's department you're not because we don't have retirement um restrictions like that now for a city police officer they go through perf same thing yeah. you guys have for like teaching right and they actually have a limit on the age if i'm not oh, so it's not based on physical strength or ability it's based on just retirements for some of these people part of that yes wow, i mean okay. you still have to pass a pt test mm-hmm. our, our standard pt test mm-hmm. to get on or to be considered um but a big restriction is age for like the uh city police Okay. Okay. So, what's your what's your goal with the police department or the sheriff's department? Are you what's your path? Do you continue to move up, or do you just retire as a lieutenant, or are you working just just twenty years or thirty years, and then your retirement kicks in? Uh, twenty years. Twenty. Well, okay. I'm already considered vested, but at twenty years, you're you're able to retire, but you just can't collect, okay. and you'd only get fifty percent of your best five years right now. 
So we were learning about last council meeting. Too. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I yeah. still have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the guy to ask for all of them. No, no, no. no that's not what we're doing today. Right, no, no, I know. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. But uh, goal-wise, just to try to keep enjoying it, you know. I try to, you know, when I used to be a, a field training officer, I'd talk to rookies. I'd give them the same speech when they got through our training. I want you to remember the day you got hired because the day I got hired, I would have paid Sheriff Reynolds hired me. I would have paid him or the department forty thousand. I would take a loan out and said, "Here's forty thousand dollars. You can use that to pay me this year." Because I wanted to. You loved it that much. Wow. Mm -hmm. So as time goes on, with anything you do, you start getting bitter. You start getting upset about something, whatever it is, and you have to remind yourself. You have to go back to the happy place of I am doing what I wanted to do. I need Mm -hmm. to, you know, center myself and get back to wanting to serve the community or, or have fun or. As you get older, I want to teach the younger guys how yeah. to do this, or I want to have influence. You know, when you move through the ranks, hopefully you're doing it for the right reason, not because you want somebody to call you lieutenant or sergeant. You're doing or the it. extra paycheck, well, although that money helps. But yeah, extra money. Yeah, you're doing it because you want to have influence to make things mm-hmm. better. Right. And as a leader, you should also be wanting the guys under you to do things better. To move into that right. position. Yeah. My goal when I leave the SWAT team uh, as a SWAT commander is when I leave, whoever takes over next, I hope they make it better. I hope they have ideas that I didn't have. Because um, mm-hmm. that should be our goal on anything we're doing, right? Oh, yeah. It's always being improved. So my goal is just to continue on, hopefully helping younger officers out. Um, I also like to you know, create a fun work environment, whether it's at SWAT or my crew. We have fun. If something happens, we make the best out of it. You know, A lot of joking. Hopefully people don't have thin skin. I know they don't on the SWAT <laughs> yeah. team. They don't. Yeah. On our crew, they yeah. really don't either. But um, So just to get by and be, you know. Good. Enjoy every day. That's what I gather. Yeah. Yeah. That, Enjoy every day, yeah. and then be a good, good uh, example for my role kids. model. Yeah. Does your son want to do this? I hope not. Or does he want to be FBI? Like, he, well, he wants. <laughs> he wants to go to the military, which I support. Um, which I Which branch? <clears throat> well, was Coast Guard. Uh huh. Um, it goes back and forth. It's whatever oh. school, Marines, the Army. Oh, okay. <laughs> I say, but whoever has the coolest weapons this week. <laughs> yeah. uh, when you get there, we'll make yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it's cool. At twelve, he's he's got his mindset to serve uh, serve our or country. Or he's open minded yeah. to that. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Um, but. I and tell them to be a fireman because I mean they make the same if not more and do less. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not running for politics. Well, that wasn't from Andy. <laughs> and that was, and that was not Greg Sims either. Yeah. It was not. Yes. Oh, all the firemen I know are good guys. But yeah, it was it was absolutely yes. hilarious. <laughs> I was with uh, Chief uh, Wilkening the other day too. Yeah, and we joke about stuff at Portage. Yeah. Well, I love to hear. The if you get out in the county more, uh, Andy, you would know that. Well, I know where it's at, dude. <laughs> I love to hear the police fire banter back and forth. It's oh. it's always entertaining. It really is. And my son's grown up, actually I got a bunch of pictures of him. He was very dorky. He would always, everywhere we went, he had this police officer's uniform that we Chip off the old block, is that what you're saying? Just like me. And um, (laughs) wherever we would go, I mean, and this thing, shirt would not get washed because he'd want to wear it every day. (laughs) Luckily that time's passed. Remember I also told you he was uh, wanting to be a junior ranger. So Uh we had this hat this junior ranger. And yeah, it was really cool. We got attention wherever we went, but we also got attention wherever we went. So. I, you know, I heard the Mandalorian has stuff like the experiences like that. I'm you know, to see this. I heard that he might be around here soon. He's gonna be showing up next week a little bit. Yeah, in DC, <laughs> Mandalorian is gonna be going in DC. So, what's your favorite thing for the county? Is it the the um, the fair? Is it or what? What is your oh, favorite man. like event so, that you guys do? <laughs> I enjoy working the fair, the concerts now. I, I usually work the concerts um, backstage and whatnot. Oh, that'd be cool. So that's more fun for me. 
Because I'll tell you what, you get burnt out working traffic all the time. <laughs> if you, <laughs> oh my the, God, the, flipping a switch. The worst uh, part of this job is any traffic control. <laughs> Absolutely, positively. <laughs> You, that's what you use the reserves for. Don't call. Don't yeah, you we, guys we do that. Have reserves. We, well, you need oh, for, wow. Uh, Mr. Sims right here. It could be oh, a no, I work the fair. Uh, oh, I am, right. I am he's the head uh, he's a guy usher. usher. Thank you very much. I don't think you do. <laughs> oh, we, we get a lot of complaints. <laughs> no. The fair, no. Is, uh, the fair is a lot of fun, but normally, because I used to work it so much, it's like <clears> one of those things that I could do without every year. And I feel bad for my family. Because like, yeah, let's go to the fair, Mike. We're gonna go really early and get out of there before everyone gets there. <laughs> it's really hot and I've been there all day already. <laughs> it's what I, well, my family's uh, always really enjoys the fair, but for some reason, and we haven't learned this the last three years, we have to keep taking vacation the same two weeks of July, yep. and we're not in town. I don't know why we keep doing oh. it. We keep discussing next year we're not gonna do that so we can go to the fair, but uh, yeah. we, I like fair food. I like food, if you can't tell. Oh, we can tell. We can tell. <laughs> I'm like a lion, but my stomach is an ass. It's funny because my daughter used to call people that were bigger circles, and then skinny people were lines. So I was always a lion, and now I'm starting to develop into that circle. <laughs> Sorry to get off subject yet again. That's my, my motto. <laughs> so um, with, with the school stuff, are you in the same school every day? or you So I know you only do it once a week. Are you rotating schools too? I normally work Washington Township. Uh, it's closer to my house. So we try to put guys uh, closer to their house or if they have some type of history at the school. You know, some guys graduated from Washington who, who will be working in Washington. We have a new officer who just joined us. Oh. And he'll be coming back to Washington as an SRO next year. Oh. So that's exciting. We had a guy, Couch or Morgan, same thing. We have guys who have kids in the schools, so they like working mm -hmm. in the schools. Oh, so we try good. to accommodate them the best we can. I'll be at Washington right after the show, by the way. My daughter's game is versus Washington for oh, softball. Right. So really? We better be bringing home the W today. Wow. It's Hang 80, on. so I'm not really going to keep score. I'm just joking around. <laughs> Uh, well, that's that's really cool to see, though. But uh, to to have a kid in the school and be an SR officer, that'd be pretty uh, pretty interesting as well. Because I know we got one in, in Chesterton, Officer Swickard. Mm -hmm. His da his daughter's in my daughter's class too. So okay. they kind of tease you know. And that's the other thing, the relationship that Officer Swickard has, and I'm sure it sounds just like the relationship you have with the kids. It's that outgoing fun, you know, like you see him, you give him a five, you know, there's Officer Joe from Chesterton and he's a DJ, so the, all the kids know him, like, and they love going to the dances. We got a daddy-daughter dance coming up. I'm sure he'll be the... You always have a daddy-daughter dance coming up. They finally did it. They, they, oh came, my I thought gosh. they canceled it because it's usually in February, so we went out for a daddy-daughter date instead. To steak. Steakhouse. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't make thought, much money. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Ruth we'll Chris. Just, we'll, we'll go get nice steak. Yeah, yeah. Thinking that I would have to spend the money on this. Now yeah. it's coming up. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> we got to dance. I mean, it's, that's the best part. My 13-year-old, what is she, 13 or 14, 13, whatever, she probably will not talk to me. You know how it is at that age. They go off oh, with their yeah. friends. But my little five-year-old, or six, shit, shoot, eight years old, <laughs> is uh, going to be all dancing with That was friends. Andy Bozek. I said, shoot. <laughs> Well, I think that's the first time I've done it on the show, though. So. Wow. Yeah. No problem. All right. So what uh, what else do you do that to cover? Do you have anything you wanted to talk about or tell us about what you do? Or oh, man. Talking? I don't know where to go with that. Um, what, what are some common, common questions you guys might have had or... or well, Maybe beliefs or well, I mean, thoughts of a SWAT team or well, like that. Or, or what do you like, Porter County? What about what do you like best about Porter County? It could be anything. I've always liked Porter County, and, and my wife would kill me if she heard this because she wants to move really bad. Not because she doesn't like Porter County. She doesn't like 
Cold? Cold. Yeah. <laughs> That's understandable. I hear that a lot. Yeah. And yeah. My, my somewhat argument, but not argument, because I'm not going to argue with my wife about it, is um, you have a little bit of everything. Yeah. You right. can go to Chicago in 40 minutes, 30, mm-hmm. 40 minutes, get a game, Cubs game, Sox game, basketball game, go hang out there. I'm not a big Chicago fan, but every now and then. But I he said Cubs first. I'm right. just throwing it out. Uh, I'm a Cardinals fan. Doesn't me. So. Yeah. Oh, That's right. Yeah. I didn't know we were having this kind of guy <laughs> That changes everything. Well, you've been listening to WVLP. Um, so, you know, you have it's that. one of the funnest stadiums, though. <laughs> oh, it is awesome. It is awesome. Yes. Yeah. You go down to Indianapolis. Yeah. You, know, you go over to Lake County a lot. There, you know, they got a lot of little nice restaurants over there, and the mall used to mm-hmm. exist that people used to go to. Not anymore, really. Um, just it's so centralized. And as much as I hate cold, I like it for a short time. You know, my favorite seasons fall. So that's why I've always yeah. liked Porter County um, and this general area. And we're in a nice, nice little community, too. Yeah. We're pretty well well uh, taken care of. Mm-hmm. It feels safe. Right. It is. It, it, yeah, yeah. The city of Valpo is beautiful downtown. They've done phenomenal work downtown. We mm-hmm. like to the shows down there and concerts. Oh, yeah. Central Park. Yep. Yeah. Those are cool. Um, mm-hmm. It is. They've done a great job with that. I'm and hoping Chesterton does something like that too, because they've been discussing developing that Coffee Creek behind uh, Leonard. Well, it's old Leonard's, but the flower cart downtown. Oh, yeah. They're going to develop that area oh. into hopefully like something, something similar. similar some sort, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, have some liquor licenses down yeah. there and stuff. So oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just, no, it's, it's, uh, you're right. Valpo's a spot. And during all the the turmoil, the anti-police rhetoric on the you know mm-hmm. social media and around the country and the protest. Here in Valpo, uh, in Porter County in general, we had constantly get people coming up saying, hey, thanks for your service. Always went out of their way. I mean, there's times we can't even pay for our own lunch. By the time we go up That's there, cool. we paid. Yeah. Um, even when we had protests in Valpo during a short time, the protesters before they started would come up and say, hey, this is nothing against you guys. It's about a bigger cause. And we'd talk, you know, they'd give us some water. So generally speaking, our community is just very well linked together, mm-hmm. if, if you would. There, there's a lot of differences, but at the same time, uh, a lot of people are out there, and, and it's a beautiful community to live in. Mm-hmm. What do you think about, uh, my, her name was Samantha, I forget her last name, from uh, Valpo Police Department. She is their human, re- not human resources, their oh, community, social, social I've yeah. never met her. Burgett, yeah. Samantha Burgett. I've never met her. But what do you think about that position? What do you think about I that? I don't fully know what her position is. Okay. Um, so well, we, listen to our show last week. And <laughs> <laughs> or you can see her at the Unity Cafe, you know, on, on Fridays for dinner. Yeah, yeah I don't know her, uh, her purpose or, or her, yeah. her job is there, okay. per se. And we didn't either until we, oh, I didn't. Um, yeah, yeah, some of us, uh, you know, knew, because some of us got around. We have, a, smack. <laughs> we have Pastor Berkey, Jay Berkey, at our department. Yeah, he's and awesome. I would yeah, assume they're guy. similar positions. You know, he runs all the social programs. So he does, yeah. okay. In our uh, jail, uh, with all the inmates, he also helps with, you know, we have a mental health and wellness team mm-hmm. uh, for the sheriff's department, in case somebody's going through something. And he leads that. And, you know, if we need, unfortunately, you know, if there's a death somewhere we deal with and we need to make notification, he helps with that. He'll console somebody. Yeah, he's got many hats. So I don't know if that's similar to what she's doing. Um, Well, she she deals with a lot of, not a lot of, but let's say there's a police call where it's something that's kind of more like mental health related mm -hmm. where somebody really does need to go to jail, Mm -hmm. but they need some extra help where the police aren't really trained in that. So she'll step in and fill that gap. Okay. So it's it's it's, it's trying more to after she, the fact is what I gathered. That's not 
Some of it she said was at the time, right? But it's usually an officer that comes to her after and says, "Hey, could you follow?" By the way, this, right, this right. So, yeah, It seemed really yeah. positive. That's why I was asking. Oh yeah, and and I I wouldn't be surprised if at some point we have a position similar to that in the the Porter County the Sheriff's Department and another department, you know, Port. Yeah. It seems like that's the model going through the country right now is is have somebody like that as a support role to kind of alleviate some of the police. Be the situation face of the department. That's kind of what I'm yeah, here too. I mean. Yeah, I mean, if it works, the resources you know are sometimes lacking. Like right. Sometimes. Oh yeah. We as police officers can only do so much, and we don't have somewhere to send you. Sometimes, right? In right. Porter County, we have Porter Stark, and we have homeless shelters and some resources. Mm -hmm. So I kind of get that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, as far as a social worker, like on scene during an actual incident. Well, it's hostile. It's a little bit different. Oh yeah, she. Yeah. That that's not. Yeah, they they separate that because it's. Right. And I'm yeah. sorry, I wouldn't. Have, yeah. I I thought you knew about the push. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, that's fine. Just just curious. Yeah. But speaking of Mr. Berkey, he's an amazing dude too because he coaches with his son and me and my father used to coach together. We used to coach against each other. Oh. Yeah, well, I saw guy. you know Jay Berkey at our uh, Porter County uh, <laughs> Suicide Prevention Awareness Task Force the other day. <laughs> Yeah, which Andy's never showed up to, but you know, I'm just saying. Right to that one. Oh, it's an open invitation. <laughs> it's open. <laughs> Greg. Greg, you wear too many hats and you are oh, my too many goodness. places at once. That's because all your kids are older. Your kids are as old as me, aren't they? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I made that up. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So. <laughs> So are you, um, when, when you talk about these different rotating shifts, how often are you having to work midnights and how long is that if you're So for a lieutenant, um, we will rotate every four years. So I worked midnights last year and three you have to do that for now. You did it for a whole year? You do it for a whole year. Oh, wow. Four on, two off, four on, two off uh, for the weekly work for a whole year. And there's pros and cons to all that. I mean, the midnight shift to me is actually the funnest. Really? Uh, oh yeah. You get a lot more... Usually when people are calling after you know 10:30 p.m., it's usually something serious, right? Uh, it's where you get a lot of your pursuits. It's where you get a lot of your you know serious fights. Um, it's the funnest shift. You come across <laughs> most of the afternoon shift is fun too. It's busy, uh, but it's also really busy. So you're really just going from call to call to call to call. Uh, to call. Mm. Uh, days is sometimes mundane, boring. Mm. You're, you're stopping cars taking crashes, you know, people can't drive when it's nice outside, yeah. things like that. Uh, makes sense. How, how, what, are, what, what are your thoughts on this when we went to the silent dispatch? Is that still in place? Uh, it mostly is, and I'm a, a personally speaking a big proponent of it. Uh, when I was in charge of the FTO program, we really pushed it before as a thing. Uh, and here's why, here's, here's the biggest thing, is some things are not that important for us on the call. We can type on our computers, you know, we have those computers with the internet and I can put myself on scene mm. somewhere or put notes in there and I don't have to tie up the radio. Why is that important? Because if something happens, some emergency happens, then that radio now is tied up with me talking to you about nonsense, right? Mm -hmm. That makes sense, yeah. Um, so I've always been a fan of sound badging. Now, if it's something that's what we call emergency or in progress, then we need that radio. That'll still go over the crowd. Right. And I think just a lot of people, especially people who've been around for a long time, just didn't want to change. And that's they, yeah, they the old timers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they don't trust their computers. Mm -hmm. they, mm -hmm. they just love that. That radio is what I would call like a comfort blanket. Mm -hmm. They just want to get on that radio and it just makes them feel good, right? Firemen love the radios more than that. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that joke all the time, too. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys love that radio. Um, 
I believe that you use the radio, you keep it short and sweet. Mm -hmm. What do you need? And we'll deal with it in person. Um, I don't know how this batch, I think they like it sometimes. Um, but I personally loved it. We were, we were training that in our department before it even came out. That's awesome. Because I, I hadn't heard any negatives. There was a few years ago when you guys were talking about doing it, or the county was talking about doing it, I heard some negatives. But then once it went in place, I didn't hear any. So I was hoping it was a good rollout. And what that meant, Greg, is I think they just weren't, correct me if I'm wrong, they're, they're not saying all the specifics of a call over the radio. Some of them right. just check in on the I don't get a computer. call normally of, hey, there's a TX request. And, you know, we have access to the computer. I can easily just pop it up and I can see what everyone's on. Mm-hmm. So we love it. I think it makes our job way more efficient. Hmm. And like anything else, we don't like change. You're up, Greg. You gotta end us up. Holy us cow! Up. I can't believe we're done already. It's another uh, another great week with a great show and great guest, uh, Lieutenant Jason Prosek. Prasjack. Prasjack. Or Prozac. I was trying to think of Prozac, but I don't know Prozac. But anyways. Officer uh, Jason with P was with us today. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one of our uh, one of our finest and in uniform. And then uh, I'm Greg Sims, uh, co-host Andy Bozak, extraordinaire over there, smiling, <laughs> winking at me. A little awkward, but that's okay. I'll deal with it. Uh, anyways. Thanks for uh, checking in with us again this week. And uh, next week we have some uh, a couple ladies coming from uh, downtown Valparaiso. So we'll see more about that. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, for, thanks Thank Jason. Have a good okay. one.